0: Today, we're digging into how to take an awesome and cheap family getaway. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. We all need to decompress and connect as a family and have a good time. Family getaways and vacations can be wonderful ways to do that. But when you have young kids, uh, there are some challenges and a lot of moving parts. Are you going to do a road trip or take the plane? Where are you going to go where you're all having a good time? How do you get off the touristy paths? You know, those places that are packed with people, overpriced tickets, usually not as fun as you think it is. And how do you actually discover what makes a place unique and special, those hole-in-the-wall spots that you guys love and enjoy? How do you find the time and space to go on some date nights? And, of course, how do you keep it affordable? We're not perfect, and it took us some time, but we found a rhythm that's helped us make our family trips fun, less stressful, and memorable. In this episode, we're gonna get into how to plan and pay for your trip, handy tools and tips to help you save serious cash and still have an incredible time, and ways to enjoy travel when you have little, little ones. Let's get started. When it was just the two of us, we had some fantastic last minute trips, but now as parents of two kids seven and under, If we want to get away and really enjoy the vacation, preparation is key. Not only to plan key parts of the trip, but also the budget. I know, it's not even fun to say, but having a budget to stick to is actually a wonderful way to keep stress levels low. Wouldn't you like to be able to have saved and paid for your trip before you leave? Now, some typical expenses for trips can include lodging, hotel, bed and breakfast, your transportation, plane, train, car, or bus food, eating out or staying at your place, and then local activities, whatever attractions are out there and souvenirs. Now, it's going to vary greatly based on where you're going and how you're getting there. But if you're looking for some ballpark figures, here's what I found. The average cost of a vacation is $4,580 for a family of four or just over 1100 a person. Between you and me, we typically... Pay around 500 to 2,000 for our vacations. The higher range is for plane travel for the four of us, and the lower range is when we do trips nearby grandparents, where for a few days we can drop off the kids with them while we go for a break. In a quick note, this is what we pay out of pocket. We don't do travel hacking with points from credit cards. If you are interested in that, I do have some episodes and interviews with families that have done it successfully that I'll include in the show notes. But let's take a second to talk about vacation costs and fitting that into your budget. Since we take trips every year, we include it in our budget. So every month, there's a transfer into our general savings account. Now, when we were first married, we would have a separate account for trips But now it's just on the spreadsheet and we keep all that money with a higher balance in a general savings account. The advantage here is that as we get closer to the trip, we can just go ahead and pull that money out when we need to make the reservations. And how that breaks down, I'll give you a couple examples. We'll take the average amount for a family and then we'll use our personal one. If your family budget for a trip is $4,500, then you're looking at $375 a month. If you're shooting for $2,000, then that drops down to $167 a month. Besides keeping your trip debt-free, which to me makes it more relaxing, stashing that cash away will allow you to take advantage of deals as they come up instead of trying to find a deal closer to your trip date. And that ties into a tip that's helped us save a lot of money with our vacations, being flexible with our dates. Just like many families, we're not completely flexible. We have to work around school and the office schedules, but we're not pinned down too much. So if we were looking for a fall trip, we have a three-week window to choose flights or schedule hotel reservations. And when you leave and when you return can make a huge difference with what you pay. So let's look at a flight from Raleigh, North Carolina, where we are, to Orlando, Florida in October. By being flexible with the dates, I was looking at the prices and we go from paying maybe $209 for a round trip ticket to $117 a ticket. With a family of four, that's $368 saved. And there are some handy apps for traveling, especially when you're looking for flights that can be a huge question mark with prices and finding a good deal. I like Google Flights and Skyscanner. They both allow you to see what the prices currently are with several of the major airlines. And you can set up alerts to keep you notified of price changes. So you can snag a deal when you see the price drop. One question I get from a lot of families is, is it better to bundle and get those vacation packages, or is it better to build it piece by piece? And it really depends on the situation. There are some trips already bundled, like cruises or those all-inclusive packages at beaches and similar resorts. And then there are situations where you might say a deal on Priceline or Trivago, and you think, hey, that's the way I'm going to go. And you really have to run the numbers because going for a bundle isn't automatically a good deal, but there are times when you can come out ahead. And when I search, I do explore both options. Cost is definitely a factor, but honestly, if there's a small price difference between the two, it can be less stressful to just go with the bundle deal. Having one reservation on the track is nice when you have a little ones in tow. And besides the big sites like Priceland and Trivago, we found some really good deals with Hotels.com and Hipmunk. And if you are going to be heading to the airport and taking a flight, traveling with your kids can have its own challenges, but there are ways to make things more manageable at the airport. Here are a few things that can make a tremendous difference. Number one, check your baby equipment. Most of the airlines will allow you to check the baby seats at no cost to you. You can then use the stroller to go through the airport, and then you can check it in as you board the plane. It makes it a lot easier to travel with your little one. And then two, travel during nap time. Sometimes those early or late flights are perfect for kids because they'll be sleeping most of the way. Number three is pack light. I know as parents, we kind of panic and we want to have extras of everything, but if you already have the baby gear with you, keep things a little more sane by packing light and keeping the necessities. Four, take advantage of early boarding. We're big fans of Southwest and their early boarding. It sounds like a small thing, but being able to get a seat for you and the kids and settle them down before the flight is fantastic. And then five, pack snacks and entertainment. Hungry kids are angry kids, so pack some snacks. Delays will happen at the most inconvenient times, and you don't want to be stuck with a stressed out toddler. And another easy tip is also packing a few coloring and activity books and loading up your tablet with some apps and shows for when your kid is bored and they need something to do. It'll make your trip less stressful and you get to actually enjoy the flight. So now we talked about flights, saving money with the reservations, but then also specifically, there's this question of where should we stay? Should you get a hotel room or are you better off getting a place through a site like Airbnb or HomeAway? And we've done both. For us, what we love about Renting entire place is not only is there a kitchen, but there's also plenty of space for the kids to run around in. Sometimes it's a vacation and we want to sleep in and having a separate room can make the trip much more relaxing. And this last trip that we took in the springtime, we actually split a whole house with another family and the cost savings was significant and it was really enjoyable. So make sure there's enough space for everybody, but splitting costs with a place through Airbnb or HomeAway can give you that significant savings and still allow you to have enough time and space to relax and enjoy. And another benefit of this is that we've also had some incredible hosts who've told us about local spots, and that helps us and allows us to skip the tourist traps and actually enjoy a city or town's special charm. But that doesn't mean completely skipping out on hotels. They can still be a great deal. We've had some great experiences with them as well. But those fancier hotels aren't always the best deal if you have kids with you. These so-called budget hotels can actually be a huge money saver for your vacation. Some free extras can include breakfast, Wi-Fi, parking, and airport shuttle. So when you are comparing prices and you're trying to decide, factor those in and make sure you're getting the best deal for you and your family. I hope these sites and tips help you save big on your next trip. If you have a favorite app, please let me know. We have a free Facebook group, Thriving Families, where we swap ideas and tips like we're doing now to save money, and we encourage one another towards our own journeys, whether it's debt freedom or financial independence. You can find us at simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. We hope to see you there. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you're looking for better options with banking, please check out Coastal. They have some competitive rates, especially with their savings account. You can find out more at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few more travel tips. My guest today is Priscilla Ockard from our sponsor, Coastal Credit Union. She's the vice president of the Teller Center, and she enjoys traveling. She does some work as a travel agent, so I'm really happy that we could chat about some ways that we can set up trips and ideas on how you can have a fun time traveling with your kids. I'm a big believer, of course, saving money um, and, you know, investing for the future. But the truth is you also have to enjoy it. Uh, it's about enriching life. And I think travel is one of those great experiences that families can take advantage of. I think it's an important experience in life. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That, that work-life balance is so important and to the not only to, you know, the sanity, but to the health of a person as well. So,
0: yes, I'm a
1: huge proponent of it.
0: So I would love to get some travel tips for you. I know like everybody is kind of different with how they set up their vacations, plan ahead. How do you do trips? I know some people like to do the whole bundles and packages and other people kind of do it piece by piece. What's your method?
1: Right. So I I personally love to use a travel agent because you get the best deals with travel agents. Mm -hmm. And people think a lot of times that, oh, I'm going to spend so much more. I can do it cheaper myself. Mm -hmm. Really, travel agents don't get paid any more than what you would find the actual trip for um, because it wouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for someone to use a travel agent if they can go get it for a better price. So the companies make sure that travel agents get the best deals out there. And the biggest piece with using a travel agent is that normally if you're more than 45 days out, you can break it up into as many payments as you want. So you can break it up into smaller chunks to get it done over a period of time especially if you plan ahead. And that's the key to travel is planning mm-hmm. ahead.
0: Yeah, I, I love that because I know a lot of families in particular, they want to go on a trip, but they don't want to go into debt. They don't want to put everything on that card at once. And then while they're in the trip, they're not enjoying it as much because the back of their mind, they're like, oh, man, I got to pay that off as soon as I get home. But I love that idea.
1: They take, take advantage of things to do on the islands and mm-hmm. other places because they're still budget conscious of, you know, that money that they spit up right for the actual trip. So, absolutely. But I do bundle everything. Um, you okay. get deals when you bundle air, hotel, car, transfers, things of that nature. Um, so anytime you can put as much stuff together as possible, the better the pricing is going to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love that. I wanted to ask you, do you have, since, you know, you travel quite a bit, and you were just mentioning to me before we get started, like you're the expert with timing it with vacations. Do you have like some favorite sites or resources that you use to find those deals? Yeah. Um, so when
1: I'm doing things on my own and not actually using my travel agent, mm-hmm. I do go to Google Flights. That way, you've never used Google Flights. It takes, you can put it in exactly where you want to go, the dates you want to go, and then it pulls up the calendar and it shows you the lowest fares for all of the airlines that they use for those dates. So you can pick and choose according to, it gives you the whole list right there in one one location. And I love it. So you click on the date, mm-hmm. it gives you the airlines and the different times. And so it allows you to maybe book American going and Delta coming back and giving you the cheapest price with them together, which you can't do with only American or only Delta.
0: That's a good point. Uh, breaking that up. I think some people were just so used to like flying with one airline, but you're missing out on an opportunity to save. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Not all of the airlines are located in there. Like Southwest is not in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're an awesome, awesome travel option because of the fact you get the free bags. Yes. Yes. But don't realize until you get ready to leave <laughs> how expensive bags can end up being. So Southwest is always a great option.
0: Good point. Good point. And I know you've mentioned, like, you've traveled with friends, and, you know, some of your friends have kids, and I'd love to get tips on how can you make this less stressful because that's part of the the whole reason having vacation, right, to relax a little bit as a family?
1: Yeah, yeah. So a lot of my friends, they take Disney cruises and Disney trips and things like that, and when they travel, you know, they're prepping these kids way ahead of time, getting them excited about the trip and letting them know the expectations that they have for them while they're on this trip. Um, and so for the older kids, you know, not baby babies, Mm -hmm. you know, they make it into like an adventure and they do a countdown, um, for them so that they're marking the calendar and how many days left to their trip. And then, you know, when they get there, they feel like they're on this adventure to get to this happy place. And Mm -hmm. so they tend to be a lot more well-behaved and, and, you know, excited about, you know, going somewhere. Now my friends who have baby babies, um, They try to plan their trips during nap time Mm -hmm. or bedtime Mm -hmm. so that the kids are naturally already, you know, getting ready to go to sleep. So when they're on the plane, they tend to sleep more than they would be up. And that's not always L-proof, because kids are yeah.
0: unpredictable, right? <laughs> kids will make you liar sometimes. The part, it tends to work. <laughs> Yes. But yes. Those, those are some yes. great and tips.
1: hair <laughs> and do all that good stuff.
0: I know. We've we've done that a few times when I've had to, for work, like travel, and I've took my little one. And I will say, uh, trying to time it with nap time has me.
1: Yeah. It makes a world of difference when that kid is really sleepy, and unless they're fighting the sleep, they tend to just knock on
0: out. Yes. Yes. So the, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, families want to use like credit cards responsibly and they decide, you know what, we'd love to get some extra rewards or use rewards for the these trips. And I'd love to talk to you about the fact that there's so many credit card offers you know, how can families sort this out? Should they, like, look for a card that offers points, cash back, or, like, the flights? How do they juggle, like, which rewards would fit them for travel? Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, points versus cash is definitely a matter of personal preference. Um, there are cards, such as Coastal's um, signature Premier rewards card, that allows mm-hmm. you to choose between whether you want points or cash. Mm-hmm. Um, merchandise travel, they, you know, a lot of those cars do the travel and they have a concierge service with them. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really a matter of personal preference. It's not really a right or wrong answer to that. Mm -hmm. Um, It just depends on if someone is particular about a specific airline that they like to use. But either way, if you find the card, that like that Premier Rewards card with Coastal that allows you to choose between points and cash, Mm -hmm. you're in a win-win situation every time.
0: Yes. Yes, definitely. And of course, you know, since this is a personal finance podcast, we tell everyone, if you're listening and you're using a credit card, you pay off that balance at the end of the month, because if you don't, those rewards. you know, Thank you so much. Special thanks to Priscilla for being a part of this episode. If you enjoy Priscilla's tips and could use some help on getting your vacation set up, you can reach out to her at Precious Dreams Travel. I'll have the link in the show notes. And also, if you're in the Triangle area here in North Carolina and you're looking for a better banking option for your hard-earned money, please check out Coastal Credit Union. We use them. We're so happy with them. We're grateful to have them as sponsors, but more importantly, they have a lot of options for you. You can see all that they have to offer as well as competitive rates on savings accounts, which are are great for vacation funds over at bankbetter.org. As always, I'll have links in the show notes with all the resources we mention, plus some extras like my Travels Deals page, which highlights any vacation specials I come across. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com. Next week, we're talking about smart ways to save for your kids' education. College, trade schools, it can get pricey. And if you're planning on helping your kid out with some of those expenses, you got to listen to this episode. We're going to go over ways you can prepare now while still taking care of the essential expenses and make sure you're fitting in investing for retirement. It's a lot to juggle, so having a plan can make all the difference. So if you don't want to miss out on that, please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you prefer to grab your podcast. Music in today's episode is by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, thank you. You're awesome and wonderful, and I am grateful for your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.